Vital Transformation is a free platform for people who are looking to become the strong, empowered, and successful person you choose to be. Our guided sessions allow beginners to progressively practice the right techniques at the right time to achieve a personal life that's full of success in all areas. We take you from beginner to intermediate to advanced levels. Each session challenges you to implement one behavioral change, which raises your capabilities and power in every act of life. As a nonprofit, we proudly make our content and offerings free. Help us keep growing and creating new content by making a donation to Vital Transformation. Visit us at vitaltransformation.org donate. And visit our store to find some of our newest products like our book, Laughing Billionaire, How to Become Rich and Happy. Thanks for joining us and let's get started. Welcome to our intermediate series on the pillars of well-being. This episode will talk about spirituality. Today we'll address what is your spiritual practice, the design of your spiritual practice, and is it making a difference? being spiritual in daily life, and how to perfect a spiritual practice that brings you your desires. As usual, we'll introduce you to your personal challenge, which is designed to get you in the habit of practicing things that are healthy for the new you. Ready? Awesome, let's get started. With that, we invite you to get settled in a place where you can digest this information without interruption or struggle, clear your mind, and get ready to take the next step in a vital transformation. Let's start with a brief moment of silence to focus and meditate on what you're about to learn, receive, and practice. Hi everybody and welcome to session number seven, which I'm very excited to talk to you about it because the name of this session is spirituality. Wow. What is spirituality? What is spirituality? Such a hard words to define, right? When you're thinking about it, yes, I'm spiritual. Yeah, I think I'm spiritual. I want to be spiritual. I'm not not spiritual. People answer, I'm not not spiritual, but I don't know if I am spiritual. So what is spirituality? What is it? Maybe if we answer that question, then we will define ourselves if we're spiritual or not, and then we will know if we need to do something about it. So first aspect of spirituality is first, are you out of yourself? You're getting out of yourself. You're not just busy with you, you, you all day long. That's the first thing. Second thing, are you reaching out to something called higher intelligence? You can call it divine God. You can call it cookie if you wish. I don't care what you call it. But it's a higher intelligence, which means it's something above whatever you know right now. That's a higher intelligence. Third thing, are you getting information from the higher intelligence, which means outside of yourself, and you share it with another human being? So we just define spirituality. Let me make sure I'm repeating it to you. Not because I like to repeat things twice, because it's important to repeat it maybe a thousand times until our minds start to get used to understand what is spirituality. So the first aspect, getting out of yourself. Why am I starting with that first? Because when we're busy with ourselves, there is no room for higher intelligence. I think I'm right. I think I know. I think I know better. There is no room for growth. There is no room to know better. 
Then once you're getting out of yourself, how does it look like when you're getting out of yourself? You're not busy being right. You're not afraid that people are teaching you. You are open-minded. You become an open-minded person. But that's not enough for being spiritual. A lot of people are open-minded, but they're not spiritual. So now, after you're open-minded, you're looking for answer, but you're not looking for answer from people. You are looking for answer for a higher intelligence, which means it can come through people, but you know that there is information and knowledge that coming from a higher places, you can call it divine, God, angels, whatever you want to call it, psychic ability that is bringing you information, that that information is not just making your life better, it's making the global community better. Third aspect of spirituality, you're taking this information and you share it with others. That's a definition of the concept that calls spirituality, of the words that call spirituality. You use it, you take it, then you find out if you're actually spiritual. Are you doing those three things? I'm out of myself, I'm not busy with being right. Second, I'm opening myself to meditation or other method to know what the information that coming from a higher intelligence, then am I sharing it with another person? That, those three steps will absolutely bring you happiness, will absolutely rediscover the power that you add within. And of course, of course, will make you absolutely spiritual and happy. This is, this is really what it's all about. That's what we're sharing with you, uh, those, those pieces of information. Now, if you consider yourself already there, the question I have for you, is your spirituality work for you? Meaning what? Three things, my friend. Three things. Do you feel that your spirituality is helping you to getting out of yourself? Do you feel that your spirituality is helping you to connect to a higher self? You know, higher divine information that bringing down into your mind what to do or what not to do. Third, is, that, is your spiritual journey helping you to share with other people so other people will be spiritual? Ask yourself those questions, not because you should doubt yourself, because you need to know. Maybe you're on the wrong direction. Sometimes you're right, driving on the right highway, but you're getting off the wrong exit. That's why you always have to ask yourself questions, because if you're not going to ask yourself questions and you're not going to self-doubt yourself, you wouldn't know if what you're doing is the right thing for you. Okay, being spiritual. My friend told me, if you complain about the traffic, maybe you are the traffic. And I said, no, don't talk like that. That's too judgmental. He said, think about it. Why you even complain? It's not about the traffic. It's about you complain all the time. Too much traffic. Well, if you live in LA, in one point or another, you will complain about the traffic on the four or five. Somehow it's almost like a cosmic event. There is traffic somewhere for no reason. But let me tell you, can you practice your spirituality as you drive? While you're in traffic, I'm going to give you an exercise, spiritual exercise while you drive. If there is traffic, you want to solve that traffic, it's a magical way. You let somebody go in front of you when, when it's bumper to bumper. It will make no sense to you. It will make no sense of the person to drive next to you. Everybody will look at you like, what's wrong with this guy? Is he okay? Think about it. Think about it for a second. You're getting out of yourself? Yes. The higher intelligence that want to help everybody is impressed that you actually did an act of sharing? Yes. You share with another individual? Yes, you are spiritual. So practice of spirituality can only happen when? When things are a little bit off. It's not when everything is perfect. When I, when I do wedding for people, when people ask me to come and do their marriage, you know, there is a verse I always use. 
and they love that verse. I say, it's not how much you love each other when things are great. It's how much you love each other when things are terrible. And I always tell them, and the, the group in the bright always laugh when I say that. And sometimes, you know, people don't fully understand it because after you get married, there's not always going to be there birds singing and it's perfect. Things will go wrong. And that's your test to become, are you willing to become spiritual when things are really not going your direction? When somebody takes the food that you keep in the refrigerator and that's your organic, vegan thing, that's the test of spirituality. I would like to share with you a story. It's a funny story. I don't know if it's belong here, but I want to share it. It's a story that happened in Laguna Beach, California, 22 years ago. A gentleman came to talk to me and he, be he believed that his wife is the devil. It's a true story. He believed, he said, I think I marry a woman. She's the devil. It's not a human being. And I'm scared. You know, I'm very open-minded for spirituality, but it sounds a little bit off. And I said, what do you mean devil? So said, yeah, I need to tell you my story. So okay, tell me how bad. Say, I have my own refrigerator. In the refrigerator, I grow different things for me to eat vegan, to eat natural, to eat what he called live food. That's what he called it then. Okay, and it wasn't fashionable then, 22 years ago. But that's what he did. But also, he wear a mask. He wear a mask so it will not have all kind of negativity or problem or toxic going into his, his, his lungs. The problem he has, his wife smoke. She smoked cigarette. Not only she smoked, that's the story tell me, before they go to sleep, she, the last cigarette, she blow in his face. She blow the cigarette in his face. Sad story. The problem I have with this guy is once he's talking to me, he decided to come to my lecture and he tell the story in front of everybody in the room. So everybody was feeling bad for that guy and hated his wife. And they all call his wife the devil. That's the name they gave his wife. How is your wife the devil? Then, two weeks after that, he, he brought a woman into the class. We are sitting there and I'm teaching and, and I, I'm trying to focus on the lecture, but I'm seeing holding a hand of a woman. Now, the problem, I was not the only one who was looking at him. The, the rest of the students were looking and we tried to ignore that part and everybody would assume that's the lover, you know, his wife, the devil at home, and he found the angel, the wonderful angel. And uh, in the end of class, I mean, I didn't act in a very spiritual way. I had to talk to him. I said, listen, I got to talk to you. It's not spiritual talk, but I really have to find out. See, yes. I said, can I talk to you aside for a second? I said, no, no. I want my wife to come with me. <laughs> I said, that's your wife? So yes. I said, hi, nice to meet you. And she said, it seemed like everybody know about me here. I said, well, your husband shared with us some information. I said, yes, I know he told me. I said, so can you share with the class, please? What happened? How did you do it? I said, Liao, after I heard your class about what does that mean to be spiritual, getting out of yourself, asking the higher intelligent, and then go and share. I actually practiced it at home. And what I did, first I get out of myself. I said, you know what? I can't just care about my health and myself all day long. And then I asked, I did, I did your meditation, and I asked higher intelligence, please give me an answer. How do I share in this situation? I don't know how to share. She smoke in my face. I care about my health. And what came out of my mouth? Save our marriage. I said, please share with us and teach us. What did you say? And that's what his wife said. He said, she said, he came to me and said, honey, I don't mind anymore that you blow that smoke in my face before you go to sleep. But I do mind that you're smoking all day long and you're killing yourself. At that moment, 
the wife cry and she quit smoking. Can you believe it? She quit smoking because she felt some spiritual energy coming from her husband and he finally cared about her. What do we learn from that story, my dear friend? What do we learn from that story? I mean, to be spiritual is to elevate yourself to a very different levels of understanding. And when you start truly caring for another person by not caring just about you, miracle will happen to you. For that reason, I thought that that story is so important to be shared with everybody so we all can learn from that. Because sometimes the person that you think are the devil next to you is your challenge to overcome. And when you become more and more spiritual and you overcome that challenge, that person becomes your best friend. So I just want to share it with you. So what I want you to do, going back to understand spirituality, is whenever you are facing a tough situation, first thing you got to do, get out of yourself. Don't think about the me. If you think about the me, you will never be able to solve it in the way that it meant to be solved. Once you're getting out of yourself, stop, elevate yourself to what we call the higher intelligence and be open for a different answer of what's happening in your brain. For that reason, you have to quiet your mind with meditation, at least five minutes. And then the answer will come down. I know you're downing it and you say, maybe it will never come down. It will. And the answer has to be, how can I share better with my partner? How can I share better with my boss? How can I share better with my coworker? You will know what to do. I have another story for you, actually, if you don't mind. There is a story about my son, actually. Um, my son went to school. We were new into Florida. And I bought, him a, I bought him a soccer ball. And when he came back home, he came back home with the soccer ball, basically tear apart. He said, Father, look what happened. I said, what happened here? He said, it was a bad kid. was very bully that basically uh, cut, cut that ball. I was very angry, and those of you who know me personally, I grew up in a very tough neighborhood, and the rules in the tough neighborhood I grew up is you do that, I will do double. But being on a spiritual journey, I said, okay, it's time to change, Eliyahu. There's different rules to that game. Get out of yourself. I meditate. I went to the room, I meditate. And I said to myself, you know what? Maybe these kids get jealous. Maybe he doesn't have what my son has. So I went with my son. And uh, we bought, actually, we bought two balls. And we, we bought one for my son and one for, for him. His parents, who couldn't afford such a thing, you know, called me right away. And we become very, very close friends. This is one of the stories that my son always remembers. My son has been in college now. And he always does this example, stay with him. Why? Because you got to get out of yourself. There is always a better answer than your reaction right away. And for that reason, I'm asking you, when you search spirituality from a place of giving, you're going to find a better answer of how to solve things that will make you happier. So, so far I explained how spirituality is helping us with being kind, being wonderful, and solve some issue and not make us too angry and reactive. But can spirituality raise your level of desire? Because after all, you know, the universe want to give you much more than you have right now. Much more money, much more happiness, much more joy. So what do you need to do from a spiritual point of view to increase the level of your desire and then fulfill it? Because if you just increase the level of expectation and desire and you don't get fulfilled, you will be depressed, you will be upset. I mean, the point is to raise the level of desire and in the same time get fulfilled. Let me tell you, spirituality 
what we call the higher intelligent, okay, you raise yourself to a place of what we call the unknown. In the unknown, there is a lot of answer for a lot of questions that you have. Now, you may never ask those questions because you didn't believe that there is a higher intelligence that will fulfill that answer that you're asking. I mean, what is the question you ask? Desire is a beautiful thing. You can never be in a place where you get satiated. Once you get satiated, you did one level. You got to work on the second level. Can I do better tomorrow? Can I do again? That's what raised the level of desire. If you ever make yourself happy with what you did wonderful, wonderful yesterday, that's when your desire slowly, slowly going down. After all, think about it. If you have four cups, for example, in different sizes, okay? When you fill up the smallest cup, you know, it didn't fill up the big cup. If you take the water from the small cup and fill up the big cup, you're gonna see so much emptiness within the big cup. So that's why people don't wanna have a big desire. They're afraid of big desire because if they have the big desire, they will run empty. If you have a small, you know, desire, you fill it up quickly for one of the reasons people are using a lot of drugs. You know, what does drugs do to you is decrease your desire. It makes you want less from life. People think it makes you want more. I mean, think for yourself. When you take drugs, what, what happened to you? When you get drunk, what happened to you? Everything seemed amazing. You look at the drop of water on the flower and say, oh my God, that looks so great. It's just a drop of water. But because your desire went down, everything seemed amazing. I remember I gave a lecture in downtown New York, Lower East Side, and it was a group of people who cannot even make a living, but they could do one thing. They could do drugs very well. And I didn't know what I'm getting into. I, at, the, at the day I was teaching in Wall Street, and at night I arrived to that group that invited me to teach. You know, free, it was my volunteering time, my giving back time. And I'm walking in and I say, whoa, the suit, the tie. Not belong here exactly. I said, how do I talk to them? I remember I took the jacket off, took the tie off, opened my shirt, grab a guitar off one of the friends, start playing some music, and then I make people listening to me. And I said to them, what if I tell you, you know, your smoking, your desire, your mushroom, your all this. I'm not here to say I'm against it or for it. I'm just saying, what if I tell you if you do it all day long, it's actually making your desire go down, not up. And because of that, life looked better. It's not that life changed, because after you're off the drugs, you go back to deal with it. It's almost taking some uh, painkiller. Painkiller. It just killed the pain. It doesn't kill the problem. You still have to deal with the pain the next day, meaning that you cannot make a shortcut. So when we talk about spirituality, it's to increase the desire. You're going to want more from life. And don't worry if your vessel, if your container, if you running on empty, because you're on a mission to make sure that you're fulfilling it. But if you just want going for just a little bit, such a small cup vessel, container, then of course you feel great right away. That's not spirituality. This is just cheating the system. If you want to cheat the system, that's not spirituality. You want to be spiritual? Ask more from life. Look to do more. Look to give more. Look to receive more. I don't mind that you dream about becoming a billionaire. I don't mind that you try to become famous. Do all of it. But again, where are you coming from? Are you coming from a spiritual point of view or are you coming from a selfish point of view? So spirituality is helping people to increase the level of desire all the time. And how do you do so? What exactly needed to happen? Again, get out of yourself. Why? Because yourself right now is a small cup. You want to shift to the second cup and then you reach out to what? Higher intelligence. Very good. And then you fulfill that new cup with the light, with the blessing that you need to 
do. And how do you do that? By sharing with another individual. That's how you increasing your level of desire every day. I would like to challenge you on this session of spirituality. Because, as I say, my wish, my hope, my desire, that you will enjoy spirituality as I do. And as my client, as the people around me, enjoy spirituality so much. And the way that we're going to do it right is by practicing. The way we practice, I want you to think about one area of your life that has been challenging you. Whatever it is personal, whatever it is spiritual, whatever it is in business, whatever it is in a relationship, one area. And do those three steps. First, don't be busy with how much it bothers you, getting out of yourself. Then ask, be open to receive a different answer that your mind is telling you. Ask the higher intelligence to give you some answer. What should I do about it? Once you relax and calm and you're out of yourself, it's no longer bother you. Now you're going to receive the answer. Once you receive that answer, now go ahead and initiate. How are you going to be kind or nice into that person who challenged you or that situation that challenged you? That will raise your level to become spiritual, happy, and definitely powerful person. Thanks for watching. This is the conclusion of our series, but not the end of our content. We hope you've enjoyed this journey, have accepted the challenges, and are moving forward towards your goals. For more information, visit us at vitaltransformation.org, where you'll find access to all of our guided sessions, content library, weekly updates, and upcoming events. To keep content like this new, relevant, and free to the public, Make a donation today at vitaltransformation.org slash donate or write to us at donate at vitaltransformation.org. Thanks for joining us and we'll speak to you soon.